0: Let us pray. Lord, you are so good, and your love endures forever. This is the day that you have made. This is your time, and we rejoice and are glad in it. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen we often look down on being down. Words such as downtrodden, downhearted, or downfall all have negative connotations for the most part. We try to avoid being down. Downsizing at a workplace could be a good thing for an organization if it doesn't mean that you're the one who has to lose a job. Downgrading a hurricane is not necessarily bad, but usually we desire an upgrade, especially related to seating on an airplane. No one rejoices in being downgraded from a first-class seat to a, let's just say, cozier lower-class seat. We don't necessarily appreciate down. We want to be up. People get excited about startups. And then there's the government. Every now and then, it shuts down. At your job, you can get bogged down and not get to the projects you really want to work on. Sundown is a time when light disappears but we tend to cherish the sunrise when the light is up. A download could be good if, and I mean a big if, technology is functioning correctly. And then there's the countdown. As the ball drops in Times Square on New Year's Eve, it can be exhilarating to count down into the new year. And then of course, Here at Duke, countdown to craziness. At the start of the Duke men's basketball season is full of life and energy for students in the community. But when you don't make the final four, it's a letdown, especially when you feel, even if implicitly, as if you had God on your side revealed in a player's name, Zion Williamson. (laughs) You would have thought that biblical name would have given us an advantage. And then this letdown during March Madness causing some people, perhaps some of you Duke alumni, to have meltdowns. Now, if we compare such words as downstairs and upstairs, that's pretty neutral. But in the book of Acts, Great spiritual events happen in the upper room as the disciples pray, and notice it's not called the downer room. No one likes a downer. No one wants to be down. We like to move up in the world socially and economically. The step-up organization in this region is about helping others to gain life skills and find a job to enable stability and social mobility, a movement upward. So often the societal and educational goal is to move up in our networks and net worth. If there's a so-called dysfunction and we are not up, and haven't reached the incline that we hope for and worked for all our lives. And if we find ourselves down, it can lead to embarrassment. We can get down on ourselves, take pills, get therapy, sleep all day, binge on Netflix shows, do go- yoga, play golf, try salsa dancing, whatever it takes to get back up again. Because we think that's the goal, up to climb up the ladder of success. American monk Thomas Merton pointed out that we may spend our whole life climbing the ladder of success only to find when we get to the top that our ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. In the church, we hear spiritual songs like, We are climbing Jacob's ladder. We've inherited this appetite for ascension in the church, yearning to go up. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. As if the goal is to go up, to escape the earth and material realities, to believe that somehow to become more spiritual means that we have to go higher and farther away from the earth and incarnate reality that somehow we then are closer to God and immortality. But that view is nothing less than an inheritance of Neoplatonic thought because the incarnation of God in Christ would tell us otherwise. Through the incarnation, the word became flesh and lived among us and doesn't scramble away from human realities. The word of God comes closer to humanity, closer to the earth, comes down, not up. To be more spiritual means one becomes more incarnational. God's goal for us is to come down, not go up. The life of faith, the Christian life, is actually one of descent. The Gospel of Luke reveals this. Early on in the book of Luke, Mary sings her heart out in the Magnificat and says God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. And at the baptism of Jesus, the Spirit descends, comes down upon Jesus in bodily form like a dove. And when Jesus calls the disciples and he gets into the boat, he tells Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. And then there are these men who carry a paralyzed man on a bed and were trying to bring him to Jesus to lay him before him so Jesus could heal him. But finding no way to bring, bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on top of a roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowds in front of Jesus. And then even Peter, who finds himself on what we call the Mount of Transfiguration, he wants to make a dwelling for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. But the next day, they come down from the mountain. And then there's a Pharisee and tax collector who went up to the temple to pray, and the Pharisee prayed and thanked God, that he wasn't like the other people, boasted about fasting twice a week and giving a good love offering. But the tax collector would not even look up to heaven. Instead, he beat his breast, asked God for mercy. So this man went down to his home justified. And then closer to today's story, Jesus encounters a rich tax collector named Zacchaeus. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. The Gospel of Luke is a literary downer, but down is exactly where you'll find Jesus. Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, yet he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives. And the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen. Jesus travels the path downward. There's no victorious palm waving in Luke actually, but there's a clear direction downward. This gospel of Luke is basically a descent The arc of discipleship is downward. The life of faith is not about linear progress, not a peak in triumphalism. It's not about going higher, but deeper, downward into the depths of God. Jesus takes the path down and is the way down. So when you follow him, you have to travel the way of the cross, the path of descent. It may seem like a defeat or failure, but you fail forward into faithfulness as you keep walking. And Christ's descent is an act of faithfulness and an act of God. Down is where God is. Down is what God does and what God wants. Even at the vision of the end time. The seer John put it this way, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from heaven from God. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. The pattern of faith is a descent, and this descent is an ascent. As my colleague Bruce Puckett told me recently, the ascent is death. We often sing here, lift high the cross. The path down is a path up. Jesus doesn't rise with the socially mobile, college admission scheming elites of his day. Rather, he descends towards, he moves towards, he's compelled by criminals, those deemed, to use the words of Franz Fanon, the wretched of the earth. This spiritual victory of God is a downward spiral. Deeper spirituality descends into the depths of despair, but it is there on the descent, on the path down, that you find God. For Jesus is the way of descent. His royal ascension is by descension. He reigns by decline. He loses everything, and we gain everything. Blessed is the king who comes down in the name of the Lord. I often wonder if those who suffer from depression in some way know something more about the heart of God, because they're in tune with suffering and know what it means to descend. The path down for Jesus toward Jerusalem is a a call to us to get off of our high horses and onto humble colts. It's a call to get closer to the ground, to the earth, to get in touch with where we've come from, to remember we are dust and to dust we shall return. This descent keeps our feet grounded on the earth and keeps and reminds us that we are humans in Latin, humus, from the earth. This is why people in that story in Luke kept spreading their cloaks on the road as Jesus took the path down. Jesus wants to keep them grounded in touch with the material world, dirt and soil and stones and plants and air close to olives and cults and cows, and crows, and all of God's creation, bread and wine, the concrete physical elements of life, not escaping from the earth upward, but touching the earth downward, just as the future resurrection will do, cloaks on the road, feet on the ground, on the path down to Calvary. And perhaps this descent might even be a path to decency. That is to remember that we all as humans have the same end, and need to meet each other as dust on this human road to the cross. In a society where basic human decency and dignity are at risk, this descent, the downward path of God, this form of dying could actually help us in our living When Carl Jung, the Swiss psychiatrist, was an old man, one of his students read John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. And he asked Jung, what has your pilgrimage really been? And Jung answered, in my case, Pilgrim's Progress consisted in my having to climb down a thousand ladders until I could reach out my hand to the little clod of earth that I am. To descend is to meet your humanity in the human Jesus. To descend is to get back in touch with who you really are. By descending down the way of God in Christ, your true self will ascend or emerge. Therefore, you descend in order to become your true self, to find your real self, your human self. Often we may think that to follow Jesus, to be in the church, we have to be less human. But the path down reveals that we are called to become more fully human. And the more fully human we are, the closer to God we become. Holy week is holy because it's so human. To be holy is to be human like Jesus on the path down. And what Christ does this week, he sanctifies our humanity through this descent. We aren't to escape our humanness, but to embrace it. And in that, we embrace Jesus who became one of us. And as we see Jesus descending, we see what might be called a triumphant moment. Yet the triumph is in the form of tears. As Jesus nears the city of Jerusalem, he weeps over that city. He's so human and humble as he rides an earthly cult. The path down is a victory because you don't have to be under the illusion any longer that you are not dust. You can recognize that to ascend is to die as you get more in touch with Jesus, more in touch with your humanity, more in touch with the earth. Like Zacchaeus, when you come down that's where you'll find Jesus. Descents are not only for Lents, they are for your whole life before God. Not up, but down. That's the direction Jesus goes and it's the direction where faith deepens. It's the path where freedom is found because when you go down you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. When you go down, you let go of inhibitions, and you are free, even freed to die, willing to descend. You risk everything to gain your life. And what's so interesting is that when Jesus takes the path down from the Mount of Olives, it is then that the whole multitude of disciples began to praise God joyfully. On the path of descent, is when real praise begins to happen. We are going down, which is why we praise God together here on this Palm Sunday. We may often think that the praise goes up when we experience a high and ascend up a ladder, but praise occurs on the descent because Jesus lives into his vocation and the will of God. Praise occurs on the descent because Jesus embraces his full humanity on that journey and let go of everything holding him back from becoming all God desires. Praise occurs on the descent because there are no more pretensions on the path down. As one's life is laid bare, stripped of all facades, while recognizing that we are truly dust. Praise occurs in this direction because the path down is a victorious descent to become more fully human like Jesus, to embrace our humanity, to fulfill the will of God and to stop striving and let go of our life to receive life. Downward is where Jesus is. Downward is where the praise is. We'll remain bound if we only seek to rise and ascend but we will be freed like the cult when we no longer fear the descent. So don't look down on being down because King Jesus is taking the mortal path down for the life of the world. This week and every day let's boogie on down his way, this way And know that there's nothing wrong with being down in the Christian life. And especially as a preacher, it's always good to know when it's time to sit down.